the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the 5 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live and the Don Crow Show. How in the world can it be Bob Bernie Live and the Don Crow Show? Well, easy. We uh, link the two stations together, WAVA 105.1 FM in our nation's capital, and the word 880 AM and 104.5 FM in Columbus, Ohio. Somebody flips a switch. I, I, I stay out of that stuff anymore. I have no idea how we are simulcasting today. But uh, Julie in Washington, D.C., and Jeff here in Columbus, I don't know, somebody flipped a switch, put the stations together, and we are simulcasting. It's a thing of beauty. No, I don't understand it, and I don't need to. Uh, Anyway, welcome. Here's my telephone number, wherever you may be listening, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. My listeners in Ohio are accustomed to that number. Those of you in the Washington, D.C. area, well, that's a brand new number, but it works. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Now, I was on a rant almost the entire last hour, and I would assume that most of you in the listening audience agree with basically what I was saying. I think. Uh, I am sure there are people who disagreed. And by the way, I hope there were people listening who disagreed. I, I don't want a listening audience that agrees with everything I say. Uh, you know, I want to I want to talk. I want to discuss. I want to kindly, uh, and sometimes in a spirited way, debate. That's why I always encourage people to call if they disagree with me. But anyway, I would imagine a conservative Christian radio audience would agree with most of what I said in the last hour. Maybe not so much as to what I'm going to get into now. And I realize full well that many of you are probably going to disagree with me. I don't think you're going to get angry, but I think many of you are going to disagree. And if you do, all I ask is think about it. Just think about it. This program is all about being an LTD. That's what I call my listeners. I call them LTDs. Listen, think, discern. We listen We think God's given us a brain. Not all of us are mental, intellectual giants. I certainly am not. And then discern. LTD, listen, think, discern. Discern from a biblical, a thoroughly biblical point of view. 
Now, I have a patriotic American point of view. I am a patriotic American, and I don't make any apologies for it. However, first and foremost, I have a biblical worldview. Listen, I have allegiance to the United States of America. I can proudly cite the pledge to the flag. But my first allegiance is not to America. It is to the kingdom of God and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is King of kings and Lord of lords. And I want you to know something. If you were to gauge the depth of my allegiance, my allegiance to Jesus is a thousand times greater than my allegiance to America. I love America. I am so glad that God allowed me to be born here. But America did not die for my sins. And America is not going to grant me eternal life. can grant me liberty and freedom here, political, but it's not going to gain me heaven. Uh, That's through Jesus. All right. I said all that to get to this. I have been swamped the last few days with advertisements for something that is called the We the People Bible. We the People Bible. Uh, If you want to check it out, the website is wethepeoplebible.com. Wethepeoplebible.com. And uh, I'm serious. I am getting multiple advertisements on social media, email, every imaginable way I'm, I'm getting advertisements to buy the We the People Bible. I, I'm not buying one. No. Am I, am I condemning them? No. But I'm, I'm not interested. I don't want a We the People Bible. Now, where does that come from? We, the people of the United States, is from the preamble to the Constitution of the United States, which I hold near and dear. But I want a in-the-beginning-God Bible. I don't want a we-the-people Bible. Like I said, I am a proud, patriotic American— But my allegiance is first to Jesus. And things, maybe they don't bother you, but they bother me. I'm looking at the cover of the Bible, and on the homepage it says, We are proud to introduce the We the People Bible. The King James Bible is the ideal for patriots who believe it is time to give America back to God and features copies of America's founding documents. I don't listen. I do not equate the Constitution to the Bible. They're separate. I Call me weird, call me strange, call me deranged if you want to. I don't want the Constitution of the United States in my Bible. I don't want that. Because in a weird, strange sense, in my mind, maybe not in yours, it equates the two, and they're not equal. And then the cover. The cover is a flag. 
Now, it's an artist's rendition of a flag. It's a stylized flag, okay? But up in the upper left-hand corner, in where the stars are, it says Holy Bible. And then there's the stripes. And in big letters across the bottom, we the people. I don't know about you. That troubles me. Little letters, Holy Bible. Big letters, we the people. Um, no. No. Love the Constitution. But it has no place in an edition of the Bible, in my opinion. It's like, um, I see these advertised every once in a while, a cross that is red, white, and blue, and it's got the stars and the stripes over overlaid on a cross. No, 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 no. Now that one makes me angry. The cross is where Jesus Christ died for my sins. Don't put the flag of the United States on the cross. Don't do that. As much as I love America, that corrupts the cross. No! Don't give me a red, white, and blue star-spangled cross. No! Absolutely not! Don't do that! Don't mix the two. They're different. They're separate. Um, So, mark it down. I will not be ordering a We the People Bible. Maybe their intent is good and pure, and I'm not condemning them. I'm just saying, folks, be careful where your allegiance is. Please be careful. Now, I am sure that some of you were offended by what I just said and you disagree. At least think about it. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. May I ask you humbly to pray for the Southern Baptist Convention this week? Um, I realize that many, many, many of you, maybe most of you, are not Southern Baptists. That's okay. Pray for them. Well, why would I pray for them? I'm not a Southern Baptist, and here's why. They are the largest Protestant denomination in America, which means whatever happens in the Southern Baptist Convention is going to impact the rest of America. And that's just a fact. Uh, It is hardly ever, and I mean hardly ever, reported in the news But if there is a large tornado outbreak, hurricane, any kind of natural disaster, guess who is among the first to show up? The Southern Baptists. Now, again, hardly ever is reported in the mainstream media. Hardly ever. They and Samaritan's Purse, the Billy Graham organization. Southern Baptists have done incredible 
incredible things in national disasters. Uh, Probably more people make a profession of faith in Jesus Christ through the ministry of Southern Baptist churches than any other entity in America. I don't know positively if that's true, but I believe that it probably is. What I'm saying is whatever happens with the Southern Baptists will impact the rest of the nation spiritually. And there is great division right now in the Southern Baptist Convention. They're having their annual meeting in New Orleans as we speak. And several contentious issues that are being discussed. Uh, One of them right at the top is the debate between egalitarianism and complementarianism concerning the pastorate. Egalitarianism says anybody can be pastor. Men, women, makes no difference. Complementarianism says that only men should be pastors. Uh, Listen, complementarians do not believe that women are substandard or inferior. They don't believe you hear that all the time. But that's simply not true. They just believe what Paul said about women in ministry and men, that a pastor must be the husband of one wife, etc., 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 etc. Historically, the Southern Baptist Church has always been complementarian. Always. That's their history. Whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, that has been their history. And it's even in their doctrinal statement, which is called the Baptist Faith and Message, the BFM, I think. Uh, It's stated right in there. Well, uh, I don't know, about a year ago, uh, some well-known large churches were asked to disaffiliate. I don't have time to go into all that means. In the Southern Baptist Convention, every single church is completely autonomous. It's unlike the United Methodist, ELCA, PCUSA, and so forth. Pastors are not hired and fired by the denomination. They're not moved from one church to another. Every single church makes their own decisions totally, completely, absolutely. The denomination or the convention has nothing to do with moving pastors, hiring, every church is autonomous. That's why they call it a convention, not a denomination. Anyway, they do have a statement of faith, which simply means if you want a fellowship with us, and that's completely voluntary, every church who affiliates with the Southern Baptist Convention does so on a completely voluntary basis. They want to leave, they can leave. Anytime, under any circumstances, they can just say, hey, We don't want to be a part of the SBC anymore. Okay, fine. Uh, But in order to be affiliated with the SBC, you are required to agree with the Baptist faith and message. All right. Well, this thing about women pastors has exploded because of Rick Warren. Purpose-Driven Church, Saddleback Church in California. Rick Warren, almost his entire ministerial life, way over 30 years, has been a strong complementarian. Two or three years ago, he changed his mind. 
and they're ordaining women pastors at Saddleback, and now he is fully, firmly, almost obsessed now with women pastors. And for whatever reason, and I cannot judge his emotions or his motives, pardon me, he is doing everything he can to divide the Southern Baptist Convention, split it wide open because of the fact that he has changed his theology. And they're taking votes on this, and I'm not on the inside. I don't know all the inner workings. I don't know all the politics that's going on. All I know is if the Southern Baptist Convention has a huge split and a division, I believe it will harm the cause of Christ. So what I'm praying for, and this is what I'm asking you to do, pray that there will be unity. Pray as they take votes with the messengers as they're called. Those are the people who attend the convention, and there's thousands of them in New Orleans right now. Pray that God would lead, and as they take votes, that truth would win and that there would be unity. Pray the effort to divide the convention because of personal reasons, whatever they may be, would fail. I'm praying that they will come out of this in real unity. They're also dealing with racial issues. And there are some amendments that have been proposed to deal with racism, sexual abuse. And I think the Southern Baptist Convention overall has done an exceptional job of dealing with sexual abuse in their ranks. And uh, they're continuing to deal with it. Uh, They've done an exceptional job of dealing with racism uh, within the convention. So... uh, My wife and I are members of a Southern Baptist church, but for my entire adult life until the last few years, I was an independent Baptist, and I didn't know a whole lot of what went on in the Southern Baptist Convention. That's not my background. That's not the way I was raised. But I'm very concerned about the outcome of this meeting because it's going to impact the cause of Christ and the kingdom of Christ. And I'm just praying that they will come out of this thing united and with a greater desire than ever before to reach the United States and the world with the gospel. And they won't be sidetracked by other issues. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.